0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S code SUPER24.
1: The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery.
2: Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Red Report, powered by the best of Barnsley and part of the Talk Sport network of fans. My co-hosts this evening are like the three lion centre-backs. Playing the role of our very own John Stones is Ian from the Tykes Blog. Like Stonesy, Ian is dependable, solid, always in form and a threat in either set pieces or probably tonight in the quiz. Ah, uh, Harry Maguire is the man whose wife told me he always performs when it matters. Although he often comes in for criticism, he silences the crowd with solid performances, although you still worry he'll fuck up before the show is over. It's Steve Andrews. Steve.
1: Um, language, lads. sir. Language. For a couple of minutes in and we're already dropping F-bomb. I know, gone so It's going to be one of them shows. Come on. So, talking about the slip-up, there was a
2: slip-up an hour and a half before we started when he sent the anagrams, but more about that later. Lads. <laughs> yeah. A <laughs> FA Cup crew at home, and um, comfortably through to the uh, to the next round. Um, if we just have a look back at the, the lineup, so Walton starting in goal, back three of Kitchen, Anderson, Edwards, and then the midfield of Benson, Phillips, Connell, Kane, and Cadden, with Cole and Norwood up front. Um, Steve, you first. Any standout
1: performances? Did I think you Benson think? Benson's the one to talk about, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, after some really lacklustre. Uh, turnouts of the last few weeks, uh, he sort of grabbed, which is what we've been saying, you know, grab that shirt with both hands and, and make it your own. And I think he, I think he did on Saturday.
2: Mm. I mean, it, it definitely the penalty was obviously pre agreed. Who, who was going to take
1: that? Um, I thought you meant pre agreed there that he were going to die from way, but obviously <laughs> not.
2: Um, what about Phillips though, Ian? Is, is he probably one of the better loan acquisitions we've had in, in in recent years if you forget about you know um maybe the seasons on the the, the, the last couple of seasons he's making a name for himself isn't he because he's it's like you don't know he's playing and then he pops up with a goal again
3: yeah four in five is it now um and i know steve mentioned it last week didn't you, that he, he he hasn't set the world on fire in terms of his performances but you look at his goals and i kind of agree he's one of these players that he just ghosts in, doesn't he? If you look at most of his goals, he kind of just pops up at the edge of the area or just in the area right at the last minute um, and has a cracking shot on him.
2: So uh, long may it continue. Yeah. Um, what was um, interesting, I thought, when the draw was made for the next round, um, the, the reactions on social media from Barnsley fans that it wasn't a draw they were hoping for everything. and um, My opinion always been that if you're in a cup competition, you want to go as far as you can. And, and drawing another team from our division, I know it's a way, but surely that gives you a better chance than up against the big guns or whatever. Or is it all about, you know, that glamorous tie? Because I'd rather play Derby and scrape through one penalties or a last-minute winner of Mads Anderson's thigh than going to Oakwell to watch us play Man City and lose 4-0. Or is that just me?
1: It's a worrying thing, though, isn't it, when you think about it, for a simple reason. Um, I would totally agree with you. And I would have said that before at Port Vale game last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, let's keep going as far as you can in a cup competition, especially when you're playing a, a team from either your own league or a lower league. And we saw what happened there. And that is always my worry with Derby. They're not doing particularly well at the minute. They're not bad. um, But it's one of them banana skins that I don't want to go out to. Don't want to. I don't want to lose to about Derby, whether it's home or away. I like the idea of a big club. I like the idea of a big club away, so you get chance to go to one of these new fantastic, you know, twenty first century bloody stadiums. But if you're wanting an easy route to the next round, Derby, I don't think for me is it.
2: No, no, and, and I'm not saying it, It'll be easy, but. You know, if we can get through to the fourth round, money-wise, especially with January, you know, we can only be good, can't it? What was your initial reaction, Ian, when you saw the draw?
3: Uh, quite flat, really. I think, top, did Tottenham come out? I think, me and my lad were watching it, Tottenham come out, really, close. And we were like, it's going to be Spurs, we're going, we're going to going Spurs. And it was like, no. And then it was like, Darby away, and we were like, oh, <laughs> turn it off. Um, I get both points, really. It is a chance to progress to the fourth round, but we were kind of hoping... That it'd either be a, a money spinner for the club and a big day out for the fans and it ended up neither did it really and the theory is that do we, are we going to play better against better sides if if we go out with a whimper at derby it's all gone a bit flat hasn't it mm, uh, yeah. but I, I see that it is a chance because if derby are not bothered we could sneak into the fourth round and get that get that big glamour tie but it was a bit I think we built it all up massively, didn't we? And was like, it was always a bit of a damp squib
2: <laughs> in the end. And um, we're back in the league. And um, Friday evening, obviously, because Holland are kicking off um, at three o'clock on Saturday afternoon. Uh, the Reds are now playing away at Peterborough on Friday evening.
3: Um, well, it's Dutch fault then that I'm going down to Peterborough on the Friday night.
2: <laughs> wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly. Um, Peter, in the in the press conference today um he was asked about how things were sort of going and 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 Duff talked about how we can slowly see the results of a lot of off the field changes he says he's, he's installing a culture of people not turning up not even a minute late um turning up with clean boots being ready to go and put it out on the pitch and he said that that's that's it that's ongoing but now the players are sort of buying into that and he's saying by creating that culture you have better training sessions. And because you have better training sessions, you get more out of the players. And because you get more out of the players, the results on a Saturday uh, afternoon or a Tuesday or a Wednesday evening are are, are better. Um, is that something that maybe often we, we don't think about, Steve? Because we, we, we judge, in fairness, even as a podcast, you sort of judge what you see in 90 minutes, don't you? Is it, When I say is that fair, yes it is Because it's a football match And that's what you pay your money for But is that maybe testament to the man That that Dove is to say If you want to improve that You need to start down here And that's when you have lasting change
1: Well it's it's twofold that isn't it I mean it's nice First and foremost To get the communication From the club From your manager um, You know telling you what's going off A little bit of behind the scenes and stuff uh, which is, let's face it, of the past seasons, we, we, we don't always hear a lot about. Um, and it is good to hear because, yes, it does create... I think it creates a better working environment, not just for uh, established players, but for younger players as well coming through because then they've got something to look up to. Uh, and, you know, and it's it's a direction. It's in a direction that he wants to take the club. Um, and it, it, it's got to be a good thing for all concerned.
2: Yeah, he's um he's saying as well that the players now buying into it, and it's not just the coaches' voices telling people to clean up or do this or do that, but actually the, the players as well. And I suppose maybe it's not so coincidental then, Ian, that we're seeing a more consistent sort of performance, those 90 minutes on the pitch as well, isn't it? Because there has been uh, far more consistency, not only in lineup but in performances as well.
3: Yeah, I think if you look back from it started at that Forest Green Rovers victory at home, Um, we've controlled games a hell of a lot better. From that game, um, we are giving eighty, ninety percent, ninety minute performances now. And I think the the policing themselves, he said, didn't he? In that the the policing themselves in the dressing room. I think the policing themselves on the pitch uh, and players are, are, are. Whereas like last season, they probably hid away from the criticism and when things weren't going well, whereas now players are standing up and, and and fighting for that shirt. So, yeah, it's it's a real snowball effect what he and the rest of his uh, his coaching staff are instilling.
2: Yeah, we, we talked last year a couple of times, Steve, about the lack of leadership on the pitch. Um, there's been no need almost, hasn't there? Because as a team, I suppose when they are performing like they can, there is no real need for any sort of outspoken leader because they all seem to be sticking to the jobs that they are given. And if all 11 do that, we're having the performances we have. And, you know, we're currently in the playoffs, which which is a nice feeling going into December.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I did. I must admit, I did question uh, a few weeks ago about Mads Anderson and whether he was too nice uh, a guy to be a captain. Um, definitely proved me wrong yet again, which is fine. Um, but there seems to be quite a lot of people now that are showing the voice. Uh, Luke O'Connell. Every time you see him now, he's shouting and and you know, do this to that and and, and sort of guiding him. And these are the sort of players that you want. Um, I'd like to see that sort of that sort of you know performance from from perhaps your more established players like your Herbie Canes, your Benson's, your Noah Woods, etc. You know, and 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 bringing. Bringing the colleagues, bringing the the players forward, and, and you know, motivating them and motivating each other.
3: I think we've seen that with Kane, though, aren't we? I mean, fair yeah. play. To you. I know we've joked on the podcast about him, but I think in the last three or four games, <laughs> we've definitely... <laughs> Good job this is not videoed in it. <laughs> <Just the audio.
2: laughs> Can I just say I'm clapping because we're talking about Kane and ugly stepped up. Steve is not. <laughs> but, but I,
1: no. but I'm had... waving. I'm waving with my hand. I'm just waving. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> waving.
3: But yeah, he, joking apart, he has actually wanted to get on the ball. He's wanted the ball and he's got heavily involved in it as well. And um, So yeah, they're all kind of
2: stepping up, shall we say. Yeah, yeah. Delita, because um, talking about Peterborough Friday evening, tomorrow evening, um, bit of a weird one. I I listened to your vlog um, earlier today, um, Ian, and it's it's true, isn't it? Off the sides of relegated, we probably expected Peterborough to to you know start off with a bang, and you know there was consistency, and they had a manager in place. There's been no major changes, no huge exodus of of players, everything. We know what's happened with Derby, and we know for our club that. Most of our players went. Loads of players were brought in. Um but they are a little bit inconsistent, very good at home. Um but but very inconsistent. They they've lost a lot of points in the last sort of fifteen minutes or so. Talking to the um uh the, the fan that you had on, what what are your thoughts about tomorrow? Where where is it going to be won or lost, do you think?
3: It's it's a tough one to call. They've they've won um eight out of ten at home, but they can't buy a win away. Um and they seem to have imploded in the last few matches, I guess <clears throat> the last 20-15 minutes, they get nervous and they've given uh, they've turned victories into defeats or draws. So the advice was if Barnsley is still in the game with 20 minutes to go, then they'll get nervous. I think that they seem to they seem to think that um, their midfield's not strong, but ours is really strong. Um it's gonna be interesting because we are tight at the back and I think we'll play it tight and I think we'll try and stay in the game. Um I know Dufford probably <clears throat> take a draw now. Um but I hope we can sneak it. But I think it's going to be very, very tough to call. Um a victory would be nice because it put us above them, um which would be nice going in at the start of December wouldn't it? But it mm. is I, if I was a betting man I wouldn't know which way to which way to put my money.
2: Yeah it's 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 an awkward one. I mean uh, Jordan Williams um they've said he you know he might might be fit and and play because but well, he didn't play on, on on saturday um how do you see it steve if if williams is not he would probably st- not fit to play or to start he'll probably stick with you know those 11 that started um last uh, last saturday would basley need to do better do you think or is there anything they need to do better
1: well no i mean i think he will go the same side um Williams, like you say, I don't know if he's trained at all this week, but he's not. I wouldn't have thought he'll walk straight back back in unless he's hundred percent, which I don't think he is. So he may be on the bench. Um, like Ian says, it, it's going to be a tight game. Peterborough, you know, they're a decent side on the day. Um, it's it, it's that it's that same old we play. We seem to play better against the better sides, and I think it although it will be tight, I think it will be a better game. Uh, it'll be tight, like you said. And, um, I mean, again, I quote Ian with his, uh, with his, his tight fit song of the lion sleep tonight. We all like uh, a win away, don't we? See, see what I did there, didn't you? See, you get lost for words now, aren't you? We've, Singing.
3: Just, lost, we've just lost
2: a load of uh, listeners.
1: So I'll tell you what, you're not wrong. I can't I can clear a room, I'll tell
0: you.
2: <laughs> um. It's, it's it's difficult to forecast this one, well, isn't it? Because definitely that their strike force um, is, is is probably one of the better ones, a consistent one in in this in this um, in this division. But our defence and our goalkeeper, you know, least clean sheet. So it, it I don't know. It to me, it either feels like it's going to be a decent match, but nil nil, which let's you'll you'll take, won't you? Or there might be the you know the odd goal that that wins it. Um, so I'll put you on the block, Steve. <laughs> Who's gonna score fair? because I know we need to talk World Cup next? I'm already I'm gonna need another drink. Um um
1: one score. nil sorry one nil one nil goal scorer? Yeah Mads Anderson? never no you know one of team. these one of these weeks, <laughs> I'm gonna be right. You know that, don't you? <laughs> oh well I
3: saw I saw a stat from BFC stats and it said in all the games that Barnsley and Peter have played. At london road that they've averaged 4.4 goals a game apart from last year which was nil nil i can't (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna really ruin my reputation and say that um there won't be four point you know like four goals tomorrow but i think like steve says i think it's gonna be one goal in it i can see it being one nil or two one um if i was gonna say a goal scorer for us um might go have to go for a midfielder um that's my guys. yeah, don't yeah say and i'll 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 go kane i'll go out there and say kane
2: thank <laughs> good I'll, I'll send you an application form for the fan club after this remind me um I'll, uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna say i'm gonna say uh, one, two one or one two call
1: by any chance two uh, one, i'm gonna change your name to carlo two no. two one Devante Cole.
2: Devante Cole <laughs> will score the winning goal Oh. But I think Benson will take the ball in midfield and uh, slot it in the top corner. So I, th- I say we're going to go there, and we're going to come home with three points. Um <laughs> I don't know if you were aware—sure you were. Uh, whilst we're talking about League One and everything else, World Cup's going off as well, Steve. Um, we're
1: into it England.
2: Now. Yeah, group <laughs> stages are near enough over. I mean, there's, there's some countries playing as we are recording, but England comfortably through. I'd like to say, I know people talk that the problem is always, isn't it? And I'm not used to that uh, because I followed the Dutch press when it talks about Holland, which I will do in a bit. But Iran, you play Iran, it's coming home. You draw against the USA, Gareth needs sacking. <laughs> then you win 3 0 against Wales, and then Gareth needs to come again because he's bringing <laughs> it home again. Like it's, it's literally match by match. And um, I'll put it now I, I fancy England to go a long, 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 long way. I think that the depth of talent that there is, youth, um, Senegal next. Um, How do you see that one going, Ian, you first?
3: I think we've got to be careful that we don't look beyond Senegal and keep licking our lips at France because it'll bite us on the backside. Um, We've got to turn up against Senegal. It's, I think I think you're right I think we've got probably one of the better squads apart from probably France and Brazil look at the Belgians have gone out uh, with right. a whimper and I and no disrespect the Dutch haven't haven't blown me away at all there's I'm a few teams right. that look quite average who I would have expected to Argentina's another um look woeful at times I think they've just got to manage it I think the thing is with playing style with we've, we've got that much talent right through the squad that i think attack is our best form of defense and i think we'd all love to see us running at at teams but i think you can't do it 100 in a tournament you've got to kind of pick your moments and i think when we go through the gears we look really good and we'll hurt teams but i think if we do get through which i think we will and play france i think it could be a war of attrition i think it could be like a you know a real tight game but we all expect us to to play this wonderful football and that's where southgate gets the stick but I think this should be too strong for Senegal uh, on Sunday.
2: You have to be calculated, don't you, Steve? Because a World Cup is potentially about five, six, seven matches in a short period of time. But if you go gung ho through the group stages, then there's no energy for anything further. I think every team that's always won has just been consistent and 6 2, fair enough, you know, fantastic result. I think, you know, those. Drawing with the USA, who, who came, went through second in the group, I don't think is, is is anything that you need to be worried about. Wales, I thought, was going to be the hardest match. And let's face it, you, you swipe them aside. It's about consistency, isn't it? And being able to score goals. And what you can do, different players have seen for England. Score, Kane is master of assist, uh, assists. And when you look at Rashford, when you look at Fordham, um, when you look at everybody in your team, surely you are semi-confident
1: yeah i mean senegal yeah on paper we should be we should be beating that sort of team teams like senegal um it is a marathon and you've got to you've got to look after your players and and i get that however i suppose the flip side to that is if you've got a player on form talk about marcus rashford and I, I was listening to uh Talk Sport this ra- this morning, Ali McCoy, what have you, and on about well, will will Rashford start against Senegal, will Foden start against Senegal? Or do you save them for France? When you've got a, a players like Rashford, who's had a bit of a rough time of it, for me, them sort of players should be playing and keep that confidence. Because let's face it, Senegal could be a real confidence booster. We could we could beat Senegal 2 3 4 0. We're quite capable of doing that, which takes us then into what is potentially a, you know a really, really difficult game against France. Um two particularly similar sides. Um and I think that'll be a completely different uh completely different story. But mm. Senegal should be used you know for me for keeping that motivation and keeping keeping that winning train going yeah i mean it's, yeah. it's weird because
2: we're not football managers but if you go out and you've not played them it's a bit actual your face and 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 goals breed confidence i mean rashford with two and they're probably raring to go and if it's going to take them 20 30 minutes to get into a match and into the rhythm I think you could keep Senegal at bay and that would probably be easier than keeping a country like like hey Um, who is for you at this moment in time? Is there is, is there a favorite that you say they're untouchable? There's a team that you think they're they, it's theirs to lose. Cause I find it quite open because even yesterday when you when you look at um when you look at some teams, I mean I think there's some good teams, but I think there's there's some inconsistent performances, which which can cost, can't it? At this stage now, an inconsistent performance, or you're out. Who's who, who's in your top three? Let's say, Steve. Uh,
1: Brazil still for me, from what I've seen, and I've watched quite a few. Uh, as as tournaments progressed, I've got I've got more and more into it. So uh, Brazil's look really really good. Um, Spain's been looking well I've watched a little bit of Spain this evening they've looked they've looked a, a, a pretty decent side France looked shocking uh, their last game they were very poor um, but I think Brazil definitely possibly Spain and then after that you've got a bit of a raft haven't you of your France England do you know what I mean it's, it's it, it is it's It's going to be really really close
2: I I don't know about you and I, I, you talk about Brazil I I, I, I won't. I'm, I'm putting England I'm, I'm not to put pressure on Sarah Gareth not that he listens to the podcast, but he could if he wanted. Um, I I think the mix of really exciting young talent that are able like your Rashford, like your Ford and that have shown that you know they're not um, it, it, it don't bother them whether they're playing at home or in in Qatar in the World Cup. I honestly think England is a huge threat. And on the same note holland will be out saturday afternoon holland is lucky to even go for, and i know they've been consistent and there's but there's a difference between consistent and being a contender and the group stages if you look at qatar, we had qatar right okay um we had Senegal. that was the first game of the of the tournament and after i think it was 80 minutes it was still nil nil luckily two lay goals um if it wasn't for cody Gakpo. We we, won't be anywhere. So Holland is sort of like relying on one player. Memphis Depay, I mean, he must be in his 40s now. Daily Blind is still there. There there is no, I'm used to, because Holland don't always qualify, the Dutch used to be all-stars and they played in, you know, Milan, Barcelona. And now I have to look where these players play because I don't even really know half of them so i think holland um i don't think they're good enough to beat the united states ian who's up there for you
3: um i I kind of agree with steve i think the the spanish team look well i think they they seem to really be clicking with that manager and and playing quite well brazil are all these teams like, like brazil and um spain they just know how to manage a tournament they know how to get through and have a conserve energy or just there's no dramas they just know how to make it to at least quarter semis and then they switch on um whereas i, I worry with England that i know we got to the final the euros but game management do we do we get nervous if we go one up against the french and then we panic rather than going to get the second that's my f-
2: away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goals for Mcdonald's maximise your home ground advantage with mcdelivery you in you reds order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com
3: fear Uh, although the players are fearless i wonder with southgate whether he'll put the handbrake on um but in terms of talent in the squad there's enough there to, to to go pretty much all the way really but you yep. use your usual suspects, they just it's almost in their DNA, isn't it? And it's not in the English DNA, unfortunately. Yep. Um, so you're gonna be looking at Brazil, Spain, maybe the French, even though they've got the injuries they've got. That man dech's been there, done it, the players have been there and done it. Um, but I think I think we can count ourselves in the top three.
2: Mm. Right. Talking about World Cup then, um, We've talked about Barnsley, We've talked about the World Cup. Last week, we agreed that Steve would take over the quiz pad. Um, just sat. to give you a, a bit of a bit of background, um, about an hour before we started recording in our little WhatsApp group, he sent us some anagrams, and they were famous uh, World Cup football players. Now, I'm sure he'll go through it. Since we started recording, we've discovered that he made a typo, but it doesn't matter because he's still new out. phone.
1: It's, I've got a new phone, and I've got fat fingers. Mm.
2: He's listen. He's, he's, he, that's why he's hard, Harry Maguire, isn't it? There's always a little slip up somewhere. Anyway, Steve Andrews, the floor is yours.
1: Right then, boys. Here we go. Mastermind music playing in the background. Doom, doom, I, tried, I tried to find it, but I couldn't find it. So there you go. So <laughs> the the <hobby>. four... <laughs> go on then, if you can. Dun,
3: dun, dun, dun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I tell you, we're multi-talented on here, aren't we, really? Okay, we're
3: going downhill rapidly now, listeners. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wait, 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 while we finish with this. All the right, podcasts so are available. The, uh, the four anagrams I sent out. So we start with the first one, which was Larger Limo, L-A-R-G-E-R-L-I-M-O. And that was a famous footballer, World Cup footballer. Dancer. Uh, Dancer as well. Yeah, go on then. So he played for Cameroon, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And his name was? Roger Miller. Roger Miller. Miller. And your little known fact, because I said it didn't stop there, didn't I? Um, What was his, uh, I suppose, his claim to fame in USA 94?
2: He's got a hat trick.
1: (laughs) No. Good effort. (laughs) No, do we give in? I don't yeah. want to drag it on too long. No, 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 give him, to to to, give
2: him chance to think of Google. Come on, get <laughs> to <laughs> claim to fame.
1: He's claim to fame in uh, USA '94. was he, 94. he was the oldest he
2: player? In the- oldest players? Yeah, in the tournament,
1: he was the oldest to score a goal. Oh, what well, we'll we'll So that, you yeah. weren't far off. You weren't far off there. So your second one, which took me quite a long time to sort this one out, as you can m- imagine, yeah. solo terror cab who could that have possibly been
3: well uh <laughs> and if you come up
1: with somebody different than what i i anticipated then we've made a right ball i, eight I, balls, I so initially
3: like... got carlos alberto and then realized they had far too many a's which <laughs> pointed out to me on somebody else who went are you thick there's about, there's about three a's there there's only one in it so i, I suddenly realized it wasn't it was roberto carlos <laughs>
1: It was yeah. indeed. It was yeah. indeed. And your uh, follow-on question for this. Which English team did Roberto Carlos play for? Oh, it's a, you're scratching your heads now, aren't you?
2: I bet it was one of them soccer-aid ones
1: where he played for the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, well, that won't be an English team then if it were rest of the world, would it? Let's not get It's got
3: to be some testimonial or friendly he played
2: in, it? Yeah, it has to be. Um,
1: do you think? Uh, hold on, I'll Can
2: go. You Men Can
1: you I'll... hear them? Cogs ticking, listeners. Can you hear the it smoke jammed, coming? The right,
2: <laughs> I'll go, Man United. Uh, um, testimonial, don't know four, but sounds good. <laughs> no,
1: no. Go again. no, no, it was the bull in the barn who play in the Shrewsbury District League. and they oh, won a ring in the
3: tongue. <laughs> oh, there They won.
1: Well, see, Bull in the Barn. All listeners are shouting at radio now, going, yeah, thick gate. Didn't you know that? <laughs> yeah, I see.
2: Yeah, I saw it on Twitter.
1: <laughs> so your, your third one, which apparently I sent through wrong, <laughs> and I <laughs> apologise for the wrong letter, but you still got it anyway, uh, and that was Lanky Rigger. And who could that possibly be?
2: It's that. Crisp eating monster from Leicester, match of the day presenter Gary Lineker.
1: Excellent, and you follow up to that one then. At which club did he finish his career?
3: Oh, uh, in Japan, um, oh, some some at Grasshoppers, was it?
1: No, oh, <laughs> that's in Switzerland, in it. <laughs> no, that's young boys. <laughs>
2: Uh, enough about your hobby just keep it to topic
3: (laughs) it was was the japanese side wasn't it
1: it was a japanese side you had two years there
2: was it it wasn't the nakatomi i'm just thinking (laughs) diehard i know
1: it's christmas and it's a famous (laughs) christmas film but no
3: i'll kick myself now
1: are you ready yeah it was nagoya grampus eight grampus
2: Grampus eight, eight yeah you so it sounds go. like grasshoppers, though, if you're Yeah, and not yeah, at all. Yeah, no, not nice at all. That. <laughs> so your
1: point. last, your last one in this section was make promise. Mm.
3: This 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 did make me laugh because I eventually got it, and Carlo kept putting in the group that he was struggling with it, and then he thought he got it and put a British flag, and I was like, wrong flag, and it was yeah. like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going Mario Kempes. What? Yeah. Yeah, but what British player did you get? No,
2: the one I meant was the Gary Lineker one. When I put that, I I thought I had it, but yeah. Uh, Mario Kempes, yeah.
1: So, yes, it was Mario Kempes. And um, he's a commentator now, apparently. Um, Can you tell me perhaps what one of his most famous commentaries uh, of the last year is? This has got you thinking. And there's loads of 13 and 14 year olds now going i know i know
2: it it's it's not so i know it sounds stupid but it's not something it like on fifa 23 yeah like this, i was just it?
1: gonna say is it fifa he's on the latin american fifa 22 he does the commentary well done well 22
2: done.
3: Back. there well you
1: done. go you see right moving on swiftly then oh, Seeing yeah. as we're always going on about you know the more flamboyant world cup players I thought we'd have a little bit of a a move away from the norm. Okay. Okay. So we'll talk about golden balls. Love it. Not David Beckham, but the player of the tournament. So in 1990, who got the golden ball? Toto Scalacci. Oh, I tell you what. He's on fire, that lad. (laughs) <laughs> all right. You, I'm
3: absolutely rubbish at recent years, but take me back to the 90s. I'm I'm, I'm
1: all over it. <laughs>
2: so, I can't well, remember then. what I had for tea today. All last year, so I'm I'm done.
1: <laughs> well, so you've no chance with 94 then, Carlo. 94 was that America. Yeah, yeah.
2: I tend to remember the World Cups Holland were in, and I think we were in that one because, if I remember rightly, Dennis Burkham <laughs> took a bolt yeah. to America because he didn't like to, he didn't like flying, did he? Correct. Now.
1: So, who got the golden ball in
3: 94? Uh, not Roberto Baggio, was it? Nope.
1: Ooh.
3: Oh, Batistuta. <gasps> no. Oh, <laughs> oh going you, were
1: a, you were just getting really excited then, wasn't it? it?
2: A, was it a German?
1: No. Okay. Romario? It was indeed Romario for Brazil. Ooh,
2: Brazil. Well well done that.
1: PSV player, wasn't he? And your third one, 98.
3: France, 98. Not, oh, no, it wasn't Michael Owen, was it? France won it. Did France win it in 98?
2: They won it, didn't they? Yeah, they won. That's when they first won it, won not it? The, um, the, the, the <laughs>
1: <laughs> No. Oh. I can a clue, if you wish, since you're both...
2: Here's a country.
1: Well, it weren't France.
3: Can't remember who they beat in the final. It...
1: He had a lovely haircut.
3: No, wasn't an Argentinian, was he?
1: No. Was it Was it a German? No, he had a lovely haircut. He had a bit of hair at front of his head.
3: Oh, Fernando. Oh,
1: there you go. You see, he got there in end. <laughs> mm. So... The fat, ronaldo. <laughs> the fat ronaldo did you see him last night but they were like fat folks yeah. all sat together um <laughs> right so moving on then let's go on to golden glove who won the golden glove in 2006?
2: 2006
3: 2006 what was it uh, who was, was it germany's goalkeeper
2: it wasn't
1: bad, as was it? Nope. Go on, there's not many European countries oh. left. Uh,
3: <laughs> Spanish?
1: Nope. I <laughs> have another guess. Luxembourg? <laughs> no. Nilpwa? <point. laughs> Nilpwa? <point. laughs> Nil um. No, See, no, if I tell no. you country, you'll get it.
3: No, no idea. No. Italy. Italy.
1: Yeah.
3: Buffon?
1: Yeah. 2010.
3: Told you I'm rubbish in 2000. <laughs>
1: Come on, Carlo. I'll make an effort to your son. That Google, Google finger is just not working quick enough. I'm,
2: I'm, look, I'm doing this, so I can't. Siri.
1: I'll go for
2: the German keeper. Not a nope. clue. I'm literally... I don't think Holland qualified for that one, so I probably didn't watch it. That's my excuse. It's over to Ian. Um, Spanish
1: keeper. Which is? Casillas. Yeah. Casillas oh, it was. was. Mm-hmm. So to finish this one off then, 2014. We've had every other European country, so we might as well have this one.
2: 2014.
3: No, yeah? Yep.
1: Yeah. well done. Yeah. Ooh. So, who won? <laughs> you like this one. You need to think about this. Who won the Golden Globe in 2002, but also won the Golden Ball in 2002? He won them both. So it's got to be a goalkeeper, just as a clue, because he won't Golden Glove as well. Because I can see he's looking at
3: his South Korea won it 2002? in 2002. Brazil, Brazil yeah. won it in 2002,
1: didn't they? That
2: was, was, was in- when Goose Hiding took over South Korea. It was in South Korea and they came to. But yeah. did they go to the quarterfinals or something? Got to the
3: semi finals, I think. Semi finals, sorry, yeah. Where, weren't it the one where. um was, was it Ronald, uh, um Ronaldinho chipped Seaman from about eight hundred yards <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> outside the <of> stadium? <laughs> um, so, oh. Golden Glove and Golden Ball it same year. Well, same did he total. take
3: penalties then?
1: Did he take penalties? Yeah. Why would it? it that won't make any difference, would it? He didn't get Golden Boot. Is that what you mean? He got Golden Ball as best I love player, that. I'm with and you. Golden and, Glove. Obviously, Golden yeah. Glove as best keeper.
2: South Korea yeah. keeper in it, young Kim Song.
1: <laughs> You're back at young boys again, aren't you? Have I got you again? Are you, are you packing in? Are you, I don't know. Never make a pub team, or will we? <laughs> I give you a clue then. You were German. Oliver Kahn. Yep.
3: Yeah.
1: Oliver yeah. Oliver Kahn. Wow. Just a quickie, just to throw in, as I turn my page over, just to so you think of it, while well, I turn my page over, which country has qualified for the most World Cups but never won?
2: Oh, but never won. Never won. Holland's never won, I know that, but we haven't qualified for many either, have we? Uh,
1: oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> Get him a tissue. <laughs>
2: uh, Uruguay? No, no. Uruguay won the first one, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. very. Um, I'm just thinking. Is it an African African country? Mexico, Cameroon.
1: Yeah, Abba sang about him.
2: Waterloo. (laughs) (laughs) Mamma mia.
1: (laughs) 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 Ian just said it. Cameroon. Mexico. Mexico. Chicky Tita played. Well, on oh, played, played up front. Hey, come on, boys! You know there's pe- there's people actually paid to listen to this. Well, nobody's paid to no, listen. You don't to have this. To, pay I won't to blame listen. them either. Yeah, somebody's charging
2: so, you. Get your money back off. now.
1: <laughs> 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 to finish off, I've done what you said you were going to do, and you let me down last week. Right, okay. Because you're going to do music number ones. I was, yeah. So I've got three for you. You're going to sing it, and we have to I'll, name that tune. I'll sing it, and you name that tune no (laughs) 1954 oh come on number one who was the singer and what was she singing doris day and what was she singing Sarah. where have you got that from have you googled that no are you sure yeah look are you wrong anyway (laughs) no it was doris day it was doris day Was it? it? was secret love. Oh. oh. I thought you were gonna pull one yeah. out of there, mate, but no, no, fit. no, no, no. Here then, easier one for you, nineteen seventy-eight. I was four. And think think <laughs> I was, you were our old. Was I was seven. Steve oh was fourteen, God. Oh, he knows. He remembers. I was still I was still working. <laughs> from home. Yeah, <laughs> from home. <laughs> and it was a famous film in this year as well.
2: Oh. See, initially I thought, for whatever reason, I thought ABBA. But clearly it wasn't.
1: No, it, from, it was from a film. Man, was
2: it uh, Was it a one-off film, or was it one of them where there's like...
1: No, it was a one-off film, although there were two of them, but the second one was shite, um, <laughs> and it was completely different, different uh, characters. And unfortunately, one of the characters uh, died this year, which was very, very sad. That's another clue for you.
3: She lost me completely.
1: And I shall never forget her black satin trousers. Olivia Newton, Greece. Song? Hopelessly devoted to you. Don't be so silly. John Travolta didn't sing that way. You? You're the one that I want. I know I am, but what song is it? <laughs> Very good. Well done, mate. <laughs> and you're lucky last to finish off quiz of the quiz of the year. <laughs> 1994. Ooh. So this was against teenage years,
2: 1994. Remind me where it was again.
3: It was in America when Diana Ross took that penalty and,
2: oh, yeah. and the ball exploded. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she never got over that, you know, poor Diana. Uh, 94. 94.
1: Was it
3: Sunday like a Shakira or something.
1: No, oh, it was, was an so English through. English group. Remember, it's an English number one. It was an English group. Yeah. 94. Very famous, very famous song. It was actually number one, I think, for something like fifteen weeks. Oh, no, Brian Adamsworth. No, no, that one. <laughs> no, not that one.
2: And he's Canadian, so that one not is
1: Canadian. Yes, we lock it into the British group category. Uh, English group, did you say? English group. Oh no, 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 no. Oh, it's, I say, he's killing no, it. Like him, this because he loves his music. early good.
2: 90s. I love my music, especially late 80s and 90s. That sort of the period of you be 40, level 42, those sort, but it's not them because otherwise you'd be <laughs> nodding and you're not. So I'll just keep no, talking and nodding. pretend I never no, said up. anything.
1: Ask Googling coming on. No, I'm listening. Oh, <laughs> okay, I'll leave it to you. I'm, no, look, Ian, Ian's, Ian's he looking looked. very blank. Ian's I looking am, very blank I am because you because 94,
3: you had Sort of start a brick pot, but you still had like the boy bands and stuff like that. Spice Girls and '94. Yeah,
1: it was it was three men actually. I think it was three. Was it, it B? Not boys like a boy zone.
3: Like There were five, there there were five of them, mate. I know you have
1: trouble counting. Now and again, a, but no, A1? There were,
2: there were Only three. A one?
1: They, <laughs> they were three. No. Oh, you're scraping. A one. They were. They were at, they were at they number were one five. for 15 weeks. So actually, I think it was rather a semi-decent song it must be. Do we still sing it now Steve? Well I don't sing very often mate no not no, at all. No, no. not with these feet.
2: Right we need to get this and we're not stopping until we do.
1: Um, can you give us one
2: sort of can you try for a clue? Three of them, three of them. A clue. Um but it's not the Bee Gees because that's way too. I think
1: it was from a film as well. One of these British comedy Hugh Granty type films.
2: Love actually. Wet wet wet. <laughs>
1: I, knew would, I knew it were too good a clue that one <laughs> love is all around congratulations boys Ugh, we got there in the yeah. end people are now looking at the computers mobile phones radios thinking what a load of shite they are exactly, they're <laughs>
2: actually they a british group on the they're from glasgow it's all I right i said
1: british didn't i
2: oh yeah sorry I, yeah no wet 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 <laughs>
1: Well, That's what Steve right.
2: is later when he's been in the shower.
1: Yeah. Oh, I say. picture that! Can you picture it? Oh, mother. now then. <laughs> you know, you know,
3: when we were talking about our expert knowledge of the World Cup and how Spain are doing really well, they're getting turned over by Japan two-one at the minute, and oh, Germany's just made it two-two. They're 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 hanging on by the fingertips in this tournament.
2: It's part of Spain. These are the best sorta. Of... Last game matches where anything can happen, it's like they yesterday it. you know, yesterday with Poland, for instance. Um, we're nearly at an end. Quiz is over, Steve. Do you fancy doing the, taking care of the quiz again next week, or do we say we'll let Ian pick a subject and, and I'll get the questions ready? But how do you want to do this? Because you know, we've
1: well, I'm not being funny, but Ian's Ian's an intelligent chap. I'm sure yeah. he can come up with something. Yeah. Look, at, Ian, look at fear in want, his I eyes. I don't,
2: I don't Ian, want the responsibility. Ian doesn't work from home like us. You know what I mean? He's got a proper job.
3: <laughs> I don't want the responsibility.
2: <laughs> Ian, give me a subject. It has to be somewhat sport-related, and I will get I will get a decent quiz out of it.
3: Right. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> see what I can do. Just,
2: lo- just, just let us know.
3: Well
1: and um, i know what it can be and this will answer a question as well that i've got for both of you i watched yeah. croatia this afternoon and there were people stood in the crowd with water polo hats on so my first question is why <laughs> and my second question is let's have a quiz on water polo because everybody in barnsley loves a game of water polo
2: so you let me know ian whatever subject <laughs> you want <laughs> and i'll get the <laughs> <laughs> Um, don't forget Barnsley in action tomorrow but in fairness by the time I upload this it'll probably be tonight um, away at Peterborough thank you very much for listening this has been The Retroport with Ian Hope from the Tiges blog Stevie Andrews from his kitchen be, be and, careful
1: uh, <laughs> if there's anybody left listening
2: yeah <laughs> we are powered by the best of Barnsley for now and for now also still part of the talk sport uh, network <laughs> Oh, fans, this was the Red report. We'll be back next week when, hopefully, England are still in the World Cup, and we can talk about a well-earned victory away at Peterborough. Thanks for listening. Until next week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Find a button.
3: Oh away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app At participating restaurants 18 plus Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply See mcdonalds.com The TalkSport Fan Network
0: The ultimate
2: on-demand destination For the UK's best fan-led football podcasts Want barnstorming, barnsley insight, analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast On the TalkSport Fan
1: Network Unbeatable club dedicated content Created by the fans For the fans
3: Search TalkSport Fan Network